I tell my English students that they have to learn idioms in order to be able to have a real conversation with native English speakers. In today's lesson, I'll teach you 10 essential idioms and I'll give you a short quiz to make sure that you understand the idioms because I don't want you to be in an English conversation and have to say, what does that mean? Or what, what is that? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're saying. No, you're going to learn these idioms so that you can understand exactly what native speakers are saying. Let's get started with the lesson. If you've ever been in a conversation with an English speaker, they might say, yeah, we can make do with that. Make do. This can be really confusing as an English learner. When you make do with something, it means you manage with it or you survive with it. Now, you might use this phrase, you can say, we can make do with what we have. So you could say, I don't have many groceries at home right now, but we should be able to make do until I go to the grocery store later. It just means you can manage with what you have in the situation. You could also ask someone, can you make do with what you have? Can you make do with $20? I don't have any more money. This means, can you manage with it? Do you know the phrase that English speakers use when they want to say that somebody should never do something again? Well, they'll actually say that something should teach you a lesson. That will teach you a lesson if you saw somebody doing something dangerous and they fell, and obviously you wouldn't want to say this if they were hurt very badly, but you know, they got some cuts and scrapes. You could say, that will teach them a lesson. That means that small injury will make them never want to do that again. One time I broke my arm as an adult on the playground, and honestly, it taught me a lesson. I'm, I'm never doing that again. If you give someone an offer and you want them to either accept the offer or just walk away, you can say, take it or leave it. This can be considered a little bit rude if you're using this in a negotiation or a bargain, so be careful with it. It's very harsh. It's saying you can either have this offer or you can have nothing. Take it or leave it. Do you know the English phrase that we like to use to say that somebody is in trouble? You'll see this a lot in the news and you'll hear this in television shows as well. We say that somebody is in hot water. If you say that someone is hot water, it means they're in trouble. I always think of this idiom as if someone were in a boiling pot of water. If they're in that pot for too long, they would burn up and they would get injured and burn. So if somebody is, you know, getting into trouble, they're in hot water, it's like they're burning and they're like, how do I get out of this trouble? So we use this phrase if somebody says something very rude or very offensive, we say they're in hot water for all of those mean comments that they said. Speaking of water, this next idiom is to jump ship. If someone jumps ship, it means that they quit completely unexpectedly and they just abandon the ship. They just abandon a job or you know, they're in a group with a bunch of people and they just jump ship. They just leave without saying anything. So this is super common to say that somebody quits or leaves unexpectedly. Sometimes when two people are about to get married, you'll hear somebody say that the bride or the groom is getting cold feet. Now what does it mean to get cold feet? This is an idiom that means that they are getting a little bit nervous and they're hesitating. So you could say, I was gonna accept the job, but I started to get cold feet. I was worried about the salary. I was worried about the duties, whatever it is. 
This means that you are getting nervous and you're hesitating about actually doing the thing. If a bride gets cold feet, the couple may not get married. There are so many ways in English to say that something is clear or you understand something. And one of my favorite phrases to use is to say clear as day. Does that make sense? Clear as day. So this comes from the idea that at night, it's dark, it's hard to see, and during the day, the sun is out so we can see everything, we can see all the details of the world. So when you want to say that you understand something and that it makes a lot of sense, you can say it's clear as day. I quizzed an English learner on some idioms recently and they were really confused about this one. The idiom is to kick the bucket. If you say that someone has kicked the bucket, it means that they have died. Now it's kind of a crude and rude way to say this, so be careful with this one, but English speakers in the United States, they all know what this means. It means to die. So if you say, yeah, they kicked the bucket two years ago, it means they died two years ago. Now, this idiom is actually connected to another one. It's to have a bucket list. If you have a bucket list, it's all the things that you want to do before you die, or all the things that you want to do before you kick the bucket. So I taught you something today, those two idioms are totally connected. When you don't want to do something, but somebody does a lot of convincing and persuading to make you do it, you can say that they twisted your arm. So sometimes a husband and a wife will be arguing about going somewhere, maybe they're going to a dinner party and the husband says, I don't, I don't wanna go. I don't wanna get dressed up, I don't wanna have to hang out with all your friends. I'm sure this is a very common occurrence. The wife might have to twist his arm to go. She might have to say, come on, it'll be fun. We never go and do anything. I know that you'll like it. It will make me really happy. The husband might say, oh, you twisted my arm. We can go. So it just means that you did a lot of convincing to make someone do something. Finally, when we talk about someone that is very irritating, we can use the phrase that they get on your nerves. So to get on someone's nerves is the most common way to say that they are becoming annoying. If you don't like little children and you hang out with a three-year-old all day, after a while you might say they are getting on my nerves. Or you can even say a thing is getting on your nerves. You could say the air conditioner in my car is really getting on my nerves. It never works correctly. Or you could say, these high gas prices are really getting on my nerves. They're starting to annoy me. Now it's time for a quiz on the idioms that I just taught you. Let's see how many you can get out of 10. Make sure to comment below. This is a great way to reinforce what you learned in this English lesson. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the phrase that we use to say that you can either accept an offer or take nothing? Take it or leave it. What phrase is used to say that something makes sense? It's clear as day. 
If you are in trouble, you can also say that you are in hot water. If somebody quits unexpectedly, you can say that they jumped ship. What phrase do we like to use when people are getting nervous about getting married? Getting cold feet. If you want to say that you can make something work, you can say that you can make do. When somebody is irritating, you can say that they are getting on your nerves. Which idiom means the same as to die? To kick the bucket. When somebody figures out not to do something again, we can say that they were taught a lesson. Finally, if you convince someone to do something by persuading them a lot, you have twisted their arm. How many right did you get out of 10 today? Let me know in the comments. Thank you guys so much for watching this English lesson with me. My name's Kayla, I'm an American English speaker. Make sure to visit EnglishWithKayla.com and check out the other lessons on screen to learn more natural English phrases. I'll see you in the next lesson. Goodbye.